website, ojtooks.com. That is O-J-T as in Tom, O-K as in Kite, S as in Steve.com, ojtooks.com. Welcome again to the While You Are Single podcast and enjoy the show. Here is OJ Tokes. Hello, welcome again to the While You Are Single podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope the podcast has been a blessing. And if it has, I hope you have been sharing with your friends as well. If you happen to be in the Houston area on February the 13th, 2015, I'd like to invite you to join us for one of our While You Are Single services. It's a monthly service that I host for single adults. I'd like to invite you, come join us. It will be held in Library 100 in Houston Baptist University, 7.45 p.m. Friday, February the 13th. Library 100, Houston Baptist University. If you'd like more information about that, I encourage you to go to our ojtokesministries.org website, click on the While You're Single logo, and you'll get more information about that. Hope I can see you there. Meanwhile, we have been talking about 10 things God will tell you before you get or before you um, before you get into a relationship or before you try relationships again, especially one that leads to marriage. This is derived from the story in Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 to 32. This is a story of Jesus walking on water. I used being in a boat to reflect or represent being single and stepping out of the boat into the water, getting into a relationship that leads to marriage. Last time I mentioned that number one, learn to pray. Two, learn to be alone. Three, take courage, don't be afraid. Four, before you proceed, make sure you get a word from God. Five, whatever you do, Jesus is always the goal. Six, don't take your eyes off Jesus. Seven, be quick to ask God to help you. Be quick to ask God to help you. Sometimes, yes, we've prayed. Yes, we've learned to be alone. Yes, we've taken courage not to be afraid. Yes, we moved after we got a green light from God. We got a word from God to proceed in a relationship that he brought into our lives. And yes, our heart, our plan is to follow God. But in the process of being in a relationship, sometimes things happen, difficulties arise. I want to encourage you that when they do arise, when for whatever reason you slip for a minute, a second or whatever or what have you, be quick to ask God to help you. In Matthew 14, verse 30, the Bible says when Peter saw the wind, which means he took his eyes off. Sometimes in the moment of euphoria, in the moment of excitement, you forget God or you forget that God gave you this blessing. Okay, it was a mistake, but we don't have to dwell on that mistake. We don't have to stay there. We need to just look back to Jesus. Take your eyes off the relationship. Take your eyes off the person and look back to Jesus and ask him to help you like Peter did in Matthew 14, 30. When he saw the wind, he became frightened and began to sink. And he cried out, Lord, 
save me immediately. The Bible did not say Peter sank all the way. The Bible said he began to sink. He began to sink. Read it yourself. He began to sink. Beginning to sink, he cried out. He didn't sink all the way before he cried out. He cried out immediately. Similarly, I want to encourage you. Don't wait before the relationship is burnt to ashes. Don't wait before you're totally under, before you ask God to help you. Be quick to ask God to help you. The minute you saw her expression was one of despair or an expression that suggested she wasn't happy. The minute you saw his expression was one that suggested he wasn't happy. The minute you saw something was off, be quick to ask God to help you. Be quick to ask God to give you the wisdom to handle the situation. When you do get married, the minute you notice a problem or something that is off, doesn't matter how little it is, be quick to ask God to help you. Don't let it fester. Don't sweep it under the rug. And next thing you know, not only do you lose that rug, you lose the whole house. You lose the whole marriage. Be quick to ask God to help you. If Peter was under water before he asked for help, well, guess what? He will not be able to ask for help. He was going to drown. He was quick to ask God to help him. He didn't get offended that Jesus was the one who told him in the first place to step out in the water because naturally, from our perspective, we can be like, wish I was fine in the boat. I didn't ask for this. I've been in situations like that. I've been in situations where I felt like God led me in a particular direction. And I've had situations where I was kind of ticked off. I was like, wait a minute, God. I mean, I didn't ask for this. Maybe I did, but I just didn't know it was going to come that way. But my point is, there were times where, where I felt like I wanted to get mad at God. But at the end of the day, I left my time with God by saying this. God, you know best. God, you know best. And God, I trust you. And I'll continue to serve you and let you lead me. I want to encourage you. Don't get mad and get upset because, well, God, I prayed and you said yes. And I, I stepped out and this is happening. Peter didn't do any of that. Because the fact of the matter is Peter didn't step out on his own. He did not step out just because he could. He stepped out because Jesus told him to. And yet he began to sink. I doubt if people expect to encounter challenges or difficulties every time God leads you in a certain direction. There's the mindset that God told me to do it, so I'm going to do it. There's a mindset that says, God led me in this direction, so everything's going to be smooth. And unfortunately, we encounter difficulties. And sometimes if you're not careful, you get mad and upset with God instead of saying, God, help me. So I want to encourage you, don't get into all that. Just say, God, help me. And God will help you. And God will prevent you from sinking all the way. He will ensure that you only sink a little bit and he's quick to grab you. Jesus grabbed him immediately in verse 31. Jesus said, the scripture says, immediately Jesus caught him. Why? Because he was quick to ask for help. Any more second, who knows? But Peter, after seeing the wind, after getting frightened, when he began to sink, not when he sank all the way, because it will be too late by then. He began to sink. He asked God to help him. And Jesus stretched and caught him and said, 
Why did you doubt? Well, he doubted because he looked at the wind, which gave him the fear, which caused him to begin to sink. So like I said, don't take your eyes off the Lord. And if for whatever reason <laughs> you took your eyes off, just look back to the Lord, look back to the Word, look back to Jesus, and be quick to ask God to help you, and He will catch you. Okay? So number one, pray. Number two, learn to be alone. Number three, take courage. Don't be afraid. Number four, don't proceed until you get a word from God. Number five, whatever you do, Jesus is always the goal. Number six, don't take your eyes off Jesus. Number seven, be quick to ask God to help you. Number eight, you are closer than you think. Don't break down before you break through. You are closer than you think to the relationship God has for you. Don't break down before you break through. In Matthew 14, 31, the Bible says, Immediately Jesus stretched and caught him. It did not say immediately Jesus ran and caught him. It didn't say Jesus dove and caught him. It didn't say Jesus said, Hold on, Peter, I got you. And Jesus threw a rope. Scripture says Jesus stretched. Picture this for a moment. Jesus stretching to catch Peter. Since Jesus stretched to catch him, it meant Peter was close enough to Jesus before he began to sink. Why? Why? Why is it that every time we are that close to the breakthrough, we break down? Why is it that when we are close to the person, close to getting married, close to receiving the blessing, the relationship, the marriage we've prayed so hard for from God, we break down? Why is it that when we were close to reaching the thing, the person that God has for you, that's when the enemy distracts you with challenges in relationships. The enemy puts it in somebody's mind to tell you something, to dissuade you from the blessing, the marriage, the relationship that God has for you. He was right there. The fact that Jesus stretched, let us know that he was right there. He was right there. The blessing was right there. But he began to sink. He began to sink. Maybe you've been there already. Maybe you've gone through that already. It's in the past. Now that God is giving you another chance, the next time you get here, or maybe you're on your way there already, I don't know. Don't break down before you break through because you're closer than you think. You're closer than you think. The blessing, the relationship is right there. Don't break down before you break through. Don't let anybody tell you anything. Don't let anyone, don't let any circumstance, don't let any situation distract you from focusing on the Word of God, on focusing on Jesus. You are closer than you think. Don't break down before you break through. Jesus stretched. He didn't run, he didn't dive, he stretched. Peter was close to Jesus before he began to sink. You're close to the thing that God has for you, to the relationship that God has for you. Don't break down. Don't give up. Don't cave in. Don't falter before 
you receive the favor from God. Number one, pray. Number two, learn to be alone. Number three, take courage, don't be afraid. Number four, don't proceed until you get a word from God. Number five, whatever you do, Jesus is always the goal. Number six, don't take your eyes off Jesus. Number seven, be quick to ask God to help you. Number eight, don't break down before you break through. You're closer than you think. Number nine, let the word of God take hold of you. Let the word of God take hold of you. The Bible says, beginning to sink, he cried out to the Lord in Matthew 14, verse 30. And in verse 31, the Bible says, immediately, Jesus stretched and caught him. Jesus is the word of God. The word of God caught him. Let me stay here a moment. There's a difference between a word and the word. You see, a word got Peter out of the boat. But the word saved him and got him back into the boat. The challenge with a lot of us is we rely on a word from God, not the word from God. You see, a word is Peter asking, Lord, if it is you, tell me to come. And Jesus gave him a word. The word was come. A word is Peter asking Jesus permission to come on the water. And Jesus gave him a word. The word is Jesus himself. Scripture says in John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. In John 1, 14, scripture says, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus is the word of God. But too many times we rely on a word from God. A word gets you started. Peter getting out of the boat. But the word keeps you going. Jesus catching him and bringing him back into the boat. A word is something you get once in a while. The word is consistency. Jesus is the same today, yesterday, and forever. A word is inconsistent. The word is consistent. A word is something you get once in a while. A word is, I want a word from God. You go to church on Sunday, you get a word, it fires you up. And between that Sunday and the next Sunday, you don't do anything else. And the word you got in the previous Sunday does not sustain you. You falter, you're in trouble, you need help. And you're like, oh, I need to get a word from God. And you go back to church and you get another word. A word is something you get once in a while. A word is something you get when somebody tells you. But the word represents someone who's rooted and grounded in the word of God. You have so much of God in you that you're not reaching out to get a word, but the word is reaching out to you. I want to encourage you to go beyond depending on a word to having the word hold on to you as opposed to trying to hold on to something from God, rather God holding on to you. And that happens when you're rooted and grounded in the word of God. The word of God is like quicksand. The more you walk in it, the more you are rooted in it. The more you walk in it, the more it envelops you. 
that's it for today. I'm going to talk more about this next week. Thank you for listening to the While You're Single podcast. Take care, stay blessed, and talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. O.J. Tooks has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out O.J. Tokes' Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which O.J. Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.